Today on the Terrible Warriors, we return to our summer series to meet the makers. In 2018 at Breakout Con, we got to meet Misha Boucher for the very first time. And during that conversation, we talked about Nightingales and her new game Arun that at the time was just being playtested and well now it has become a successful Kickstarter story and when we met up with her in the hallways that's exactly where we began our conversation. It was surprisingly well I, I was not expecting quite that kind of levels. It's like oh uh, it, it actually f- we funded on the first day uh, actually within a few hours so I like all right, I've got to stop, like, hitting refresh, so I'm going to go to a movie. And, like, halfway through my movie, which, fortunately, I was the only one in the theater, my phone starts, like, lighting up. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're funded. Oh, oh crap. You did it. Oh, oh, uh, uh, <laughs> what do I do now? Stretch uh, goals. Stretch goals. Yeah. Fortunately, we had some planned already, so we were, it was, but it was like, uh. Did you I, expect it to be funded that quickly? No. No, we're close. We're figuring, ah, if like, Vince in the first two weeks, we'll be happy. Like, I, I, I had the feeling as an outsider, you know, layperson as I am, that uh, this is going to be funded. Yeah. Uh, but in in the first day, as, yeah. as, as fast not as it was, like, I did click. not expect it, like, two hours. It was like, what the hell? Uh, so, yeah, it was it was amazing. It was cool. It was everything I wanted uh, and, and, and cool. So since since that launch now, and now you've had the chance to start really play testing it, and you've got it here at Breakout, you're, you're running through uh, a few sessions that I mm-hmm. that I know of. Um, how has the game has the game changed from concept to testing now? Like, no, I'm just really so curious to know about the process of like what goes on now that it's it's actually happening. Is there much? That has that you found that oh this worked really well or this maybe we could change that around. There's been a few things that we've tweaked uh, mostly in like mechanics kind of thing, but for the most part the like concept behind it has remained pretty true to uh, what we had originally, uh, which is kind of um, hopeful. A uh, group of people working together, trying to make things better, yeah. uh, trying to be the good guys, as opposed to you know just yeah we're gonna be nebulous people. Yeah, no, you're you're the good guys. You're trying to make things better. You're trying to to, to improve yeah. things. For the listener who and I know who you are, you don't want to go through the backlog to last year's interviews, and we have <laughs> no idea what the heck we're talking about right now. Um, that concept of Arun, is it Arun or Arun? Uh, there's there's yeah, debate. I pronounce it Arun. Yeah. Uh, I think the other way is commonly pronounced Arun. Uh, we, we have to get back with our uh, person who is our... Uh, you need to get your style guy. Yeah, right it's now. like our... our <laughs> and we're, we're putting that together and also checking with uh, somebody who's a fluent speaker in Yoruba. Yeah. Uh, to say, all right, are we using these words in the proper context or are we, like, you know, do, pulling a tanto, which we were trying to avoid? As someone uh, whose half of his family can speak Irish, and I butcher, those words are... They don't make any yeah. sense. Um, <laughs> the, uh, uh, what is the concept of Arun? And uh, so uh, it, it means, it's uh, more than just a space opera. Yeah, it, it means, Arun means uh, home. Uh, so it's, these are your home worlds that you're trying to improve. And so the, the core conceit is um, centuries ago, uh, enlightened beings came and helped uh, the worlds, uh, both by giving them technology and, and improving their, their day-to-day lives, but also by giving them the secret of ascending to a higher plane of existence. Uh, then the, they spaced out because he'll say, all right, you guys good? We're cool. All right, we're going to peace out. Uh, we're going to do this somewhere else, and you do your thing. 
Uh, and then some wars happened, and some of that knowledge was lost. And so some of the people who had already previously ascended came back to try to help the world rediscover that, that secret um, and rebuild from the wars. Some uh, worlds are better off than others yeah, now. Yeah, some are better off than others. Some are, you know, still like, oh, well, there's like, we were playing with the uh, worlds this weekend. Um, one of them is one that has like these gravity pulses. So all the like space debris every now and again just gets sucked in. So now it's a scavenger planet because nobody really wants to live there because, you know, randomly stuff falls out of the sky. But there's also cool stuff there that you can go and do. Uh, yeah, work for Jeff Goldblum and Ragnarok. Exactly, right? <laughs> uh, but then also like some of the pl- some of the, the planets that the Orisha created and gave to them are a high level of tech. Uh, the worlds overall have a fairly high level of tech. Yeah, these like Star Trek utopias yeah. with like big cities of glass yeah. and yeah, high or, or tech. Or cities and- of crystal uh, <laughs> yeah. underwater because... We have, like, playable aquatic species yeah. and uh, playable insectoid species. It really sounded like there was yeah. a lot of cross-section between science fiction tropes where you have those, like, very, like, industrial, like, mining worlds that you would see in something like Alien versus uh, those, like, really high-tech mm-hmm. post uh uh, uh, was it scarcity world yeah, yeah. that you would have in Star Trek, yeah. and uh, and then and all that like in between where you have like I mean Star Wars has that too yeah, where you yeah. have like the inner worlds and the outer core, yeah, but yeah. this is this is all based to about like this this the politics about these ascendant beings that came before and. And there's all that other, like, yeah. you know, why don't you share this knowledge? And the knowledge has been lost. Yeah, and other like, people that are... We that would share it if we had we, it. We know how the sausage gets made, but we're just going to hold on to it and yeah. use it for our own purposes yeah. now. And, yeah. uh, like, there's there's a lot of story to chew yeah, on. Yeah, And it's, it's about how your individual actions can have bigger effects on, on everything else. So, like, yeah, you might make the decision to, oh, okay, well, we're going to let that guy go. And, oh, okay, well, he takes your example and, and becomes, a you know, uh, somebody great going oh. forward. Are there mechanics then in the game to track that kind of ripple effect? Uh, for for larger campaign styles, that's part of like the GMing kind of yeah. uh, advice. Uh, it's like, all right, you know, like pick something small that your character that the characters did, and it's like, all right, make reincorporate those kind of beats into the the larger campaigns. So. Yeah. Write, write down those bullet points and keep them in mind yeah. so they come around. Yeah, uh, I think of. Um, uh, games like The Witcher, what uh, you make a decision, and by the time you find out the answer to what happened to that Was decision, that it's decision? far too late for yeah. you to go back yeah, on it. it. From Maroon and Nightingale and all all the games you've been working on uh, to to GameWorks, which is all you know about you know, getting opportunities and 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 and, and, uh, uh, so, and territory okay, for you're trying to get into publishing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah uh, Black Oak GameWorks is like my <laughs> personal imprint. That's that. If you're trying to like hire me for freelance stuff, you go to Black Girl GameWorks. You wear a lot of hats. Yeah, I do. I wear so many hats. Uh, New Agenda Publishing is uh, the ones, uh, it's me, uh, Jerry Grayson, Loyola Santa. Um, we're the ones who are doing Arun. Uh, so we're doing the writing and the hiring. Right. Um, we were really intentional in, in our hiring processes and our, um, uh, we were trying to make sure that we were getting voices that hadn't been heard before. So we, we got a lot of artists. new writers, yeah. uh, a lot of newer artists. Uh, we tried to make sure that it wasn't just, we weren't just hiring our friends and our, and, and just, you know, random white guys that we knew. We were trying to make sure, okay, are we, are we hiring people of color? Are we hiring trans people? Are we hiring queer people? Are we hiring, you know, are we 
not just getting voices. The people who yeah. have a portfolio in tabletop because yeah. those tend to be a lot of white people who have yeah, that yeah. portfolio, but but also artists uh, yeah. in other fields that would be interested yeah, in, it's like, in hey, drawing for tabletop. Hey, I would love to draw something, yeah. but I don't know where to get this started. Yeah. So uh, we, we had a couple of um, calls for, for, hey, just send us like a 200-word sample just so we know what you're talking about. Um, we ended up hiring uh, 11 writers and I think seven or eight artists that have been working with us. Uh, and the artwork that they've been coming back with is just phenomenal. It's like, hey, make us an aquatic species. Don't make it a mermaid. Don't make it, like, too humanoid. And, and the, they came back with this. Don't make kind of, it a Gungan. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> so, like, uh, let's see. If I got... Uh, so some of the artwork that we got back, uh, like this is our aquatic oh, species. So it's you this, got it's tentacles like and ice flowery jellyfish yeah. thing. It's it's and really then, uh, with the little like beholder eyes on the yeah, end of yeah. the tentacles. And, and then this is our 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 oyens, oh, when the fire was, nation attacked. Yeah, yeah pretty yeah. much kind of. <laughs> <laughs> um, I see. This, it's very much like a dune style, yeah. like regal royalty yeah. with the sash and this yeah. golden flame. And then uh, uh, this is our Kobani species. All right, uh, they're kind are. of blue. They've got like cilia all over their yeah, bodies. Yeah, 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 like porcupine spines and things. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then we've got our Fatoran, which are this kind of weird caterpillary and Yeah, when you just don't have enough eyes. Yeah, when, you, when you need a few more eyes. <laughs> how many limbs can I have? And you can just say yes. You're a bug. Get a, how many do you want? Uh, and then we've got like a energy beings Ooh. that are like uh, inside containment suits. Yeah, yeah, They yeah. don't have to stay inside the containment suits, but they can be, you know, whatever color and shape they're kind of amorphous outside of them but you know the yeah, containment yeah, yeah, yeah. let them like lift stuff um, and so those are the ones that are in the quick start which uh, is is currently still available uh, if you just want to go to uh, drive through it's pay what you want um, so you can see a, a preview of some yeah, of the yeah, art yeah. That, that we've been working check on check the show notes the link is in there <laughs> uh, so yeah and then um, we've got uh, our indice which are uh, kind of like uh, uh Animated funerary automatons. So they're uh, when an Oyan dies, if they have the resources, they can have their soul like transferred into this, uh, this their consciousness transferred into this automaton, and they can kind of live forever ish. But they, there's enough of them that they've pretty much become their own species, really, and and uh, it's kind of cool. And then we've got like uh, more of a quadrupedal kind of bovine kind of deer-like kind of species that uh, does things with telekinesis because, you know, you don't have hands if you're quadrupedal, but so it's uh, telling the artist, like, look, we just want, we don't want just humans that look a little different than we other humans. We don't humans. need humanoids. Yes, we need, we need just, yeah. yes, make us something weird and they've something been, they've, like they've delivered it so, so well. not of this world. Yeah, make yeah. an alien species, please. Yeah. So. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, what else has been going on in the last year? Is, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of stuff I don't know about. I don't pay attention to the news. <laughs> um, uh, how, how has it been since the 12 months that we last talked at Breakout? Because I, I know back then it was still like, oh yeah, I can't tell you a whole much, but a room's going to be coming out we're going to be kickstarting it soon and, and and, and you, you were doing the uh, the Nightingale LARP mm-hmm. there last year, and we got really talking about about that, and found out that you really like Worldwide Wrestling, the role playing game, and and uh, and the games that you're playing with your kids. How how has the last how has the the 2018 19 season? Uh, been? So 2019 has started off a little rocky. 
Uh, I uh, was elected, well, I was uh, appointed to the IGDN board, which, and then, you know, some of the things in the larger RPG world happened, and it's like, oh, uh, there's a fire, okay, I gotta put that one out, oh, there's another fire, oh, we gotta put that one out, it's oh. It's like being on that junk world you were yeah, talking about, a little where bit. everything's it's just like, oh, crap, pulled down to the getting sucked in, and so I think we're back to, like, a decently even keel, and we've got, it's like, oh, okay, we gotta do some documentation, we gotta, we gotta shore up a few walls here and there, and we'll, so we'll get some things done. Check the foundation. Yeah, it's like, uh, Oh, the foundation's right. We gotta some stuff. The phones in this in building there. are good. Uh, maybe we find a bigger building or a different building. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, it's starting it to improve there again, and then um, just yeah. Uh, yeah, I know, that was a loaded question. Well, uh, I just to... most, like personally, life's been good. I actually uh, quit my day job. Uh, Congratulations. Just, yeah, I know, it's fun. Uh, so I, I have time to spend more with my kids and, and uh, during uh, the day, and they can do more activities and stuff. But then that also gives me an opportunity during the day to do more writing and to do more sensitivity reading uh, for other people. Uh, and that's what I do under Black Girl Game Marks, that uh, uh, imprint, I guess, for lack of a better word. Are you uh, still playing that, uh, that baking game? That you mentioned last year with your kids, the, the uh, March break. Yes, that will be coming up in May. Uh, th- that's a we we pretty much do it every year at Camp Nerdly, uh, which is always in May. Uh, and yeah, they they have a blast. It's like yeah, all right, we, we get to dress up like superheroes and bake stuff because why not? Uh, <laughs> I, I found out that there are actually apparently rules for this game that I did not know existed. I only knew of the title, yeah, uh, which is like superhero bakery. Hey, you can do this. Yeah, it's like, why would we do this? It's like oh, there's actually rules. Oh, I didn't know that. To the creator of this game, we are so sorry. <laughs> and that's the funny thing. And so the creator of the game is Jason Morningstar, who I've known at Camp Nerdly oh, yeah, since we started running this game. And he's never said anything about it. So I like, he approves. When someone just starts running with it, and you're like, oh, well, yeah, it's like, I don't want to ruin their fun. Yeah, they're having fun with it. <laughs> we just go. And it's not like we're selling it or anything, you know? So what's next uh, with uh, with Arun and with, with the games you're working on? Um... What 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 Misha Bushager gonna do now uh, so for the f- next time you and I talk? Uh, so we're we're finishing up a rune. We did like the first pass, found a few things that were missing, and we need to tweak and like all right, we need to clarify this a little. Uh, so we're doing that, and hopefully that means we'll have it out next month. We'll get it shipped to the printer. Um, uh, Nightingales is kind of on hiatus because. Um, Mo, who's one of my co-designers on it, uh, is doing Rosenstrauss, which is amazing and is available. I think is still you have today. Well, okay, by the time you rehear this, you will not you will not have <laughs> t- time to pack the Kickstarter, but it might be available. Uh, Rosenstrauss is a really cool game. Um, in World War II, uh, in Nazi-occupied Germany. Um, there were uh, Aryan women who were married to Jewish men, and one day the the uh, government said they were going to take the, the men, and the Jewish women or the Aryan women said, "No, no, you're not." And so there was this giant protest. Uh, and so Mo and Jessica Hammer, who is a wonderful uh, game scholar in her, her own right, um, they created Rosenstrauss. Uh, it's like a four-hour LARP for four people. Uh, it's incredibly thoughtfully uh, researched and, and uh, uh, very personal to both of them, um, and it's just an amazing story. I find that uh, a lot with a lot of the games that get showcased here at Breakout. They they have a, this personal story mm-hmm. that the writers yeah. are, you know, like eh, there there are <laughs> maybe there are easier ways to tell these stories, yeah, yeah. but it's not always about telling the easy story. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and, and I love meeting like um, you know the, the games that are for fun and, and comedy, and then the other ones are like. 
No, we're here working, to make you think. Working through yeah. this thing here from <laughs> yeah, history yeah, that yeah. happened and to these people, and they become these empathy engines. Um, for, uh, for, for the people listening in on this conversation now who aren't here at Breakout, who have never heard of these games, um, do you have any advice? I, I know tomorrow you're doing uh, a number of panels mm-hmm. on um, uh, how far is too far or, or, and, and, and being an ally. Do you have any advice for the, you know, who are interested in, like, bringing a, a rune to their table to, to new players who've never heard of it or, or to the other games that we'll be talking about here at Breakout for them to, you know, to consider maybe try these other stories from these other writers? Uh, so uh, my friend Mendez uh, wrote a really thoughtfully uh, created article that uh, uh, how to play a race that is not your own in a game. Mm. So that's a good place to start. Uh, it's If you go to, I think it's jamesmendezhodas.com, uh, there will be a link to his blog and with the article. Um, I'll get you a link later. Um, that's, uh, it's, it's things like you know, if you're going to play a, a race that is not your own, maybe do a little research on it. But also, you know, it's a person, not a caricature. And so, so if you start from that, it's like, all right, why would this person do this? Okay, well, if you're just going to come up with a stereotypical answer, eh, that's not a good answer. Uh, but if you come up with a thoughtful answer, it's like, oh, well, this person had this kind of trauma happen to them, or this person uh, comes from this culture which uh, emphasizes these sorts of things, and, and just take the tropes that you know exist and the stereotypes that you know exist and either investigate why they're stereotypes or why they're tropes and then find some way of subverting them. Uh, that's the easiest way to start. Uh, with Arun specifically, we, we tried to make sure that none, we specifically did not put humans into the game just for that reason, so that you had to create your own empathetic experience. You had to identify with some th- somebody who is not like you because none of them are like you. Uh, so it's kind of an empathy engine in and of itself uh, that lets you kind of do the fantasy uh, in your head thing. Um, and then with uh, some of my other projects, it's like a lot of them are telling stories that people don't hear a lot of. Um, and uh, with my sensitivity reading, it's like... I'd never heard of the story that you just mentioned from World War II. I didn't yeah. know that that was even yeah, uh, yeah. A, a dynamic that happened. Yeah. Uh, so Jess Hammer uh, is a... a uh, her grandparents were Holocaust survivors. So it was a very personal story for her to like find these, these bits and pieces out of, um, out of history uh, to, to put them forward. Because, yeah, so many people haven't heard some of these stories. Um, so if there's something in your background or something in somebody else's background, try and tease that out. What about that is interesting? What about that uh, is something that you can relate to? And it might be, you know, something small uh, like, oh, well, I can empathize with, you know, oh, you know, I, I love my husband. How would I feel if my husband were going to be taken away and I was not going to? It's like, let's start there. All right, now we've got some. Now we've got some common ground. There's some fruitful value there that we can work with. Um, with uh, I was looking at. Um, I actually just picked up a board game. Uh, it's called uh, Neverland Rescue, and I, I picked it up because uh, it's you're playing Peter Pan and Lost Boys versus Hook and and uh, the his crew. But, like, the Wendy and Michael and John characters, the art is black. Oh. Just little things like yeah. that. It's like, and, and Tinkerbell is blue, but she's got a fro. I'm like, gimme, gimme, gimme. 
<laughs> uh, so just little things like, you know, representation, it's, it's, it's little things like that that like, hey, I can show this to my kid. It's like, yeah, oh. So everyone's setting your yeah. game in Britain. Yeah. Guess Hello. what? Idris <laughs> Elba is Cockney. Okay? He is from Cockney. Idris Elba is what somebody from yeah. Cockney looks like or can look like. Yeah. So it, you can't tell me that, no, they're British, so they must be this old pasty white guy. No. Look, I love Tom Middleton. Don't get me wrong. But I love Idris Elba, too. And they both exist in the same place. There's no reason you can't have both. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's not, this is not hard, people. It, it becomes this point where those, you're just like, ah, just flailing hand gestures generally. Um, Misha, thank you so much for spending time with me here. Uh, where can we find you as we continue to follow you around? Uh, so 90% of my online is uh, Twitter at BGGameworks. Um that's where most of my loud and noisy and occasionally ranty thoughts are. Uh, and then my website, uh, blackgirlgameworks.com or newagendapublishing.com. So. Excellent. All right. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. I will. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks again to Misha Bushager for spending time with us. You can find her on Twitter at BGGameworks, as well as uh, newagendapublishing.com, where you can find out all of the projects that she is involved in. We mentioned a couple things throughout this interview, including Rosenstrauss and an article by James Mendes Hodes, May I Play a Character from Another Race? Those are linked in the show notes. By all means, click through along with the Arun Quick Start. Uh, That's also on there. Normally, Terrible Warriors has new episodes out every week and new campaigns out every month. We're taking a break from that throughout the summer and instead releasing interviews that we've recorded with game makers and community leaders throughout the year. We're about to head off to Gen Con at the end of the month where we're going to be where I, Justin, am going to be working at the Magpie Games booth and I'm also going to have an opportunity to interview people at Modifius, Free League Games, and anyone else I bump into. So uh, expect to be hearing those interviews coming out very soon. Follow us on Twitter at Dice Warriors where you can learn all about the show and where it's going to be going and it will be returning with a new season of actual play art RPGs in the fall, probably the winter. If you really are missing our actual play experience and you want to be a part of some more stuff, well, every other Saturday on Twitch, we are playing through a game of Shadowrun with the Cambridge Chronicles, so we will see you there Saturday at 9 when, uh, well, you can join in on that. Patreon supporters get access to the archive of those shows, available forever for them, as well as Patreon supporters are still part of monthly private games that we are running for them. This month, we are playing the brand new Sea of Thieves RPG. So if you'd like to try that with us, there's still room to sign up at patreon.com slash terriblewarriors. The Terrible Warriors are not going anywhere. And on the next episode, we will be chatting with James Mendez Hodes, the author of that very article that Misha was mentioning. It's a really interesting conversation and I cannot wait to share it with you. And until we meet again in two weeks' time with that interview, thank you for listening, thank you for supporting, thank you for being a terrible warrior.